yesterday, I um, maybe some of you saw that there was a, a massive blowout in radio. It affected primarily the other radio group, which is iHeart. We are Town Square. And I didn't intend to be the poster boy or the spokesperson for the whole thing. But um, uh, <laughs> well, people you get used to hearing. Uh, and, you know, when we talked to Spike O'Dell a couple of weeks ago, um, it in, in radio, there's very little opportunity for you to say goodbye to your audience most of the time. You build this audience and you work for your bosses and your company and and it's that relationship with your audience that your company values you for that's why you get paid you are paid to bring in more audience than the other guy and that doesn't mean that the other guy doesn't do their job it just means that everybody everybody has their job and you're supposed to get a certain part of a certain audience you get that and you get rewarded when uh when you don't get that uh, you can usually expect to be working in a different place. Now, the bad part of yesterday is these people that got let go were doing exactly what they were supposed to do for the company. The, it's the, the company's other issues that that were the reason that these people got let go. I mean, I don't know. I, I saw Jim Fisher... God's sake, the guy's been in the radio for 40 years here, you know, doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Love him or hate him, he did what he did, and he did it well. You've got no more Chris Miner. You've got no more Jim Fisher. That leaves Barb Icus to keep a check on local issues, whether it be government or whatever. And that's it. Out. Gone. Because they are modernizing? Is that what it was? Yeah, they can call it, you know, they, they call it whatever they want because it's really just a way for them to send less money out the door. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a bummer. Um, it's, just, it's just weird. It's, just, it's weird when it happens. And I suppose at least they didn't do it before Christmas. But you knew they, were, you knew they, knew they were going to. It doesn't to. matter when it happened. No. Uh. Uh, what I wrote and what I said is honestly what I felt. Those people didn't do anything wrong other than work hard, do their jobs. And then how many of them were there? Four, five, six, one by one, walked in and walked out the door. And what's going to happen? The people who didn't get blown out are going to be given all this great new streamlined technology and this and that. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to pick up the slack for all of the people that we, blow, we blew out. <laughs> We'd love to give you a raise, but we just can't. We invested all of this money in the, uh, the new infrastructure. So I wrote what I wrote. On Facebook, it started as there's a uh, Quad City uh, Radio. Hang on a second. Is it Quad City Radio Memories? 
where I started getting texts from people asking about what was going on. And I had heard that there were going to be layoffs. There's never been a layoff in radio. You get fired. Now they don't even call it a layoff. They call it dislocation. Kind of like a shoulder or an elbow. (laughs) Dislocation. And so uh, I said uh, all of those people were either coworkers or competitors and it's on both <laughs> at times you can spar back and forth on the radio but i think at the end of the day we both recognize that me him her them they're all just doing what we want to do to make a living right talk on the radio that's it they were all in one way, shape, or form, the class clown or, or the, the, the kid that couldn't keep their mouth shut or whatever it is. And there weren't any um, dead weight type people left. That had been taken care of long, long ago. Um, well, how come we have so many people on this show? Well, fortunately, we got some pretty good advice many years ago from a guy after we got screwed by an agent who took a whole bunch of our money and did nothing for us. We learned that when you sign a piece of paper accepting a job, that's a contract, which I didn't know and he didn't know. We're not lawyers. And they can fire you and still prevent you from working. To me, that didn't seem right. It's not right. So much so to where they take us to court. We said, no, no, we don't. You say take it or leave it. We're going to leave it. Bye. Where are you going? We're going to sue you. Okay. That happened twice. One time we lost. One time we won. And... I don't have any ill will towards any of those people. I think they got the shaft. Some of them don't like me. Some of them do. I don't know. But what I wrote was sincere. And, well, what can we do about it? <laughs> I I don't know what you can do about it. Well, yeah, this is... Uh, here you go. This is your... This is what Trump... No, 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 no. This began way before Trump... And it's both sides have a hand in it. The Republican-controlled Congress deregulated radio and TV, and a Democrat president signed off on it. There. Both screwed them. And this is no different in our line of work than it is probably in your line of work. The deregulation that happened was the was the impetus it was the law that prevented companies from buying and owning multiple radio stations uh in a certain market in in one particular market so it kept it kept the playing field even um between the finite number of signals in any given market um 
so that you couldn't own more than, I don't even remember what the number was. It's been so long now. <clears throat> but that opened the door for medium-sized companies to sell to a larger investor to become a large company. And when you're a large company, uh, you sometimes work toward a goal, toward an end that ignores some of the smaller parts, some of the working parts. And that's, uh, I mean, you know, the radio in this market has changed an awful lot since Bill and I have been in here. And uh, we've seen a lot of companies come in and and not do well and leave and leave it to another company to try to come in and do better. And sometimes that company comes in and does better and sometimes they come in and they do worse. Um, there's a lot of worse going on in iHeart Media. There's a lot of worse going on there. Uh, there's a lot of they made a lot of decisions. <clears throat> what is causing this to fulfill the greater end? But they're missing out on the working parts. That's that was my perspective. Of it. The company was twenty billion dollars in debt. Twenty billion because they grabbed up everything that they could get their hands on and borrowed money to do so. To the point where. It's just like being upside down on a house. Remember the housing, the mortgage bubble. Mm-hmm. You're up. You're you have negative equity to the point of 120 percent. That means if your house is worth a hundred thousand dollars, you owe the bank a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Same thing times a billion. That's the the financial position of that company. They file for bankruptcy. The court eliminates some screws some other people, whether it's investors or creditors or whomever, wipes out fifteen billion of the debt, and now the company is worth negative five billion. <laughs> well, there's only so many radio dollars, advertising dollars, to to try to recoup that. So that they bought uh, syndication networks and. Outdoor advertising and and hot what is it uh, what was the uh, is it the hot rod uh, truck pull thing monster oh, NHRA something or, they bought yeah. all of that stuff and it was a bad business decision. The only thing they have left that's equitable, that's worth money, are the properties, radio stations, the licenses. The, the the real estate connected with all of them. You notice they haven't gotten rid of any of those. That will be next. Once they can't pay the next note that comes due, they this is just in a, to eliminate red ink in the form of salaries, bonuses at the bottom. The top, the guys who caused all of this, they still have jobs. They restructured this whole thing, and now they're... Uh, Streamlining the process to make it better. It's well, a load of, it's Well, they, the, the thing that's the biggest slap is that the company line is, and it would be in any company line, whether you work in radio or anywhere else, is, well, by doing this, we're giving the customer, in our case, listeners, a better experience. And, that, and they know that it's not true when they're saying it. They know that it's not true when they're saying it. What you're doing is doing whatever you can to keep your business afloat and keep your job and the customer experience is the least thing on your mind but 
we'll just say it's the most important thing. And then, if, because radio companies know that the connection they have to their audience is the people who bring them their programming. And in this market, more than in others, I think, it's it's the DJs. Uh, and there's no way to get rid of DJs who aren't doing anything wrong unless you make up a reason. And that reason is, well, to streamline the customer experience. Okay, well, how do you argue with that? You, you can't because it's this nebulous thing out there that doesn't have to do with money and it doesn't have to do with what's, what's actually getting said. And, and then in, in the lying in wake is the, the people that you just ran over. Um, and, uh, and that's, um, th- that's the reality of it. Um, I talked to a couple of people yesterday who are without jobs this morning. Uh, and a couple people who still have jobs this morning over there at, at iHeart. And the work that they have to continue to do uh, is daunting. Um, you know, I don't want WLR, for instance. I don't want them to beat me in the ratings. Uh, but not to the point where I don't want them to exist. Because that takes away the frothy environment that we all work in. You know, when you go to the fair and I walk past the WLR building and i see jim o'hara out there broadcasting or talking to one of the country artists that's about to go on stage i could care less about country music but i'm mad and jealous because my competitive nature is man look at what they have and look at how good they're doing it i want to do it that good that's what drives me and also is what drives most of the people who lost their jobs yesterday were the same and there are plenty of people who one of their favorite radio people got let go. I, I have no care if that was you. You favored them over me. That's fine. You lost something and had no control over it, and you're mad. And what can you do? Those guys, uh, we cannot comment. We wish them well. I was watching Morgan from Channel Six. I don't know why Matt Hamill got fired. I don't know why Chris Carter got fired. But I, but you know. You badger the local people for answers, and they can't say anything. Just like if something were to ever happen to us or something happens here, we can't say anything either. Yeah, the uh... <clears throat> Why are we saying something now? Because fortunately, we're in a position that we can. And, uh... and if we – it's so funny. Um, another person I saw last night when I was out and about is – the general manager from our former radio station, who basically is responsible for us leaving that radio station. And uh, for many years, we had a rather difficult relationship uh, because I felt we were treated unfairly over there. And we were, and we ended up over here, and that's fine. If we hadn't, we would not have a voice to talk to you with this morning. We'd be gone. We'd for sure be gone. You know, I look around this room, and I see the people that we are employed with, and... This is a big train pulling a lot of cars. And to a, a corporate giant that doesn't care, we are fat to be cut. And that's just the, that is just the truth. Um, and it's, it couldn't have been more obvious than in the results of the actions from yesterday across the street. And, and, it's, and it's a bummer. It's, I'll tell you this. For people who are saying, oh, yeah, that's the right-wing company. That's the... <clears throat> The the bigot, that's the this. They they don't give a damn what you say 
as long as they can make money off of it. No one's told us to, you know, you need to be more conservative. Uh, you do, do, do a little more left-leaning talk. They don't care. If Dwyer and I talked model trains and it sold out the advertising, great. Keep it up. There's, and at the same goes, no one sat Jim Fisher down and said, you need, uh, you know what, be like a little Rush Limbaugh. That's what you need. That's what that's what we want. No. <clears throat> Do whatever. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, change something else. In this case, it works. Fired. So, uh, it's... The, the, people were hosting, what, what can we do about it? Truthfully, not much. The one thing you could do, and I'm not suggesting this, I can't, I don't know how legally I can even say this, but you would invest in that company in what's called a short sale of their stock because when this company implodes, what that means is you're rooting for the stock price to go down. And when it does, you cash out and then you stick it to their lenders. You become an owner in an inverse way. Does that make any sense? Sure. <clears throat> I've never shorted a stock in my life, but that's the way to do it. When they lose, you win. That would be <laughs> local but, ownership is the <clears throat> answer, but you can't. It's it's a it's an extremely risky uh, proposition to go that route. But but truthfully. That would be one way, and until there's local ownership, and it doesn't matter if it's radio, if it's TV, if it's newspaper, it's the same thing. And I see the people, you know, who are taking shots at me. That's fine. And I, I didn't put this out there to pat myself on the back. I got more comments from people saying, man, I'm glad you said it. They read it on Channel 8. Klinger told me. I'm like, Jesus. Which one? Uh, Jonathan Katz. They were, <laughs> they were talking about earlier this morning. He's awesome. By the way, that's the first time Michaels has ever said Jonathan Katz is awesome. I always tell him he's awesome. <laughs> so the third time. He shows sheep like nobody I've ever seen. That is true. Better than you? No, I beat him. I beat him to the ground. <laughs> no. He didn't even try. He was out there hitting the, his sheep with a yardstick. And he's like, I don't even care. I'm like, yeah, I got this one. <laughs> that guy's was awesome. <laughs> that guy's awesome. So, it's, uh, so the end result is uh, similar to uh, you know, when Tom Petty passes away or David Bowie or, or Neil Peart. It, the concussion of these... The concussion of these... Of these firings was felt beyond their typical reach um and and it's um it's just a uh it's just a bummer you know it's just a bummer when you you work against people for so long and and you know the work they're putting in and they lose their gig anyway um yeah it's it just just sucks just sucks and and it hurts our show because we can't mentally climb over it until we've 
exercised it on our own forum, which is the air. It's we just we aren't built that way. Um, well, when you know, it could be us. It could have been us. One day will be us, most likely. Um, <clears throat> not like this, I don't think. I hold. I don't, I, but who knows? Dude, it might be after today. I don't know. When I when I hit my key code in the in the door this morning, every day that that light turns green, I I thank God for being alive. You know, there there are no promises, and uh, you know, and I, it's gonna sound it's gonna sound almost patronizing now. But you know we got we got so lucky when we got blown out of Q106. I hated it at the time. I was so mad. I, I was so mad, and we got fired, and they didn't appreciate us. So I know exactly how everybody feels this morning. You feel unappreciated, and you feel like like you're not worth anything, and that's just not true. And I was mad like that for a long time, even even though we managed to 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 catch on to the caboose of 97x. Uh, with with uh, then Cumulus, I, I was happy to have an opportunity to still do my show and still talk to my my people. Um, but I was mad that that the other company, that same company, thought I wasn't worth it. It's a horrible feeling, and it turned out to be the best thing that could have happened to us because uh, the company we came to work for they turned out to be awful, but they got bought by. Town Square, which turned out to be great, they get it. They and I, it's I'm lucky to come into work every day. There's certain things about radio that are always going to be true, and they're going to make your job amusingly horrible at times. But but nobody deserves what they what they heard yesterday. I mean, nobody nobody deserves to work their tails off and get ratings that are what they asked you to get and do the work that they asked you to do above and beyond in some cases and then to get let go like you don't matter it sucks